Hey, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. I am your host, Craig Henson, and I'm happy to be joined today by Outreach Pastor Jason Callahan. Hello, hello. Lead Pastor Eddie Cox. Hello. And Executive Pastor Brian Cox. How's everybody doing? Doing well. Good. Good Good morning. Very well, sir. Very well. (laughs) Hey, uh, man, so much exciting stuff going on at Marathon. We've launched a campus. It's going great. All kinds of stuff going on. And then this past Sunday, we started this new series called Open Heart. Uh, Pastor Eddie, you kicked it off and uh, knocked it out of the park, sir. Excellent Mm -hmm. message. Well, I hope it was because it's uh, you, you, know, you look in there, everybody's got to take a look and see mm-hmm. what's happening. So hopefully it worked out for everybody. Absolutely. So a little premise is kind of took off on the open heart surgery kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But obviously we're talking about the spiritual heart, not the physical heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was great imagery for us to just kind of jump in and go, hey, really, you know, kind of open yourself up and take a look at your heart in this series. Yeah. We, we all this whole series is based off of the thought of. Uh, we all are heart patients, mm-hmm. every single one of us, and um, ultimately, we need open heart surgery in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so, I think what Eddie did a great job on Sunday is that that first okay, let's look at the heart. We're looking into it, and we see an issue, and what is that issue? And then the next week, and then the, the weeks to follow is is are these like issues of the heart? Would you you know would you describe it that yeah, way? Yeah, you know they're. You know, at first, I wanted to like let them know about what God's heart would mm-hmm. probably look like right. in human form. Right, you know, the right. best we can do. So I broke it up in four different chambers. You know, so I had the relationship, I had generosity, I got truth and belief. I have all that in there, and that's kind of how He operates. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think we. I wanted to let people know when you see that, do we operate like that? Because we're always mm-hmm. saying, "Yeah, I want to have the heart of God. I want to love like Christ." And we found out Sunday. I don't know if anybody can love like Christ. <laughs> yeah, not really. And that the four chambers thing, you could do a whole series of yeah, that each alone. One. Like I thought, you know, I've heard you speak a little bit about that four chambers thing before. And that man, you could do a whole thing. With yeah, it. I think the idea of had the best life is to operate on all four. Yeah, I mean that really that'll that really keeps your heart pumping mm-hmm. and life moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you said somebody uh, can do one of those four but they couldn't do the others that you talked to this week. What was one, generosity? Generosity was one, which was odd. Yeah. Because most people would never pick generosity. Right. They would say, I'll do a belief. I can do truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the easy, I think what we do is the easiest thing that we can do and mm-hmm. still call ourselves a Christian, I'll be honest with you. Yep. That's kind of the way it works. Mm. And so, yeah, the other ones, we had in the relationship part. I think the relationship, I took that one first because that's the hardest one. To trying to love people like Christ loves people. Again, I go back to what we did Sunday, and I look at everything, and I think, I just don't know if I know how to do that. I can. I may have moments of it. I don't know about y'all. Well, I think I know how. I just can't. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Not without God, you know. I, I just People just are people, and we tend to judge, Yeah. you know, pretty quick. Even, you know. As Christians, we probably do that more so than some, I would think. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of awareness for me. I'm having to learn to be aware of what I'm thinking and feeling. Because if I wake up this morning and I'm not feeling too good, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like you in the car line this morning. Hmm. I actually had that happen this morning. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I was a little Great. tired. Okay. I, I don't okay. know if I was tired because I played too much golf. Okay. Yesterday. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> I know I, I can feel all the, it's exhausting. the sadness out yeah. there. Or but, judgment, either one. Yeah, I, I feel that too. But I took Lily to school this morning, and I don't know what's wrong with people. I mean – I'm like trying to pull in, and I got my signal, and they're pulling in, and they just kind of do like that. And I'm like, there's like 40 people in line. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> do I? I just wanted, I wanted to give them the sign. Andy. Okay. Did you really? I, really did. Okay. I love you, sign. The I love you, sign. The loser, sign. <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed. I had to. I was aware of the moment, and I just laughed at them. I actually looked at them and laughed at them. Was that sarcastic? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a judge right now. Yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of went. It could have been I gave, a lot I worse. I gave him the one finger. Did you, Brian? You but it was. Did they, did they pull finger. in behind you? Is that what happened? Because well, that happened to me. They threw, they threw their hands up, mm-hmm. and I said, "You could have gone and like, my, yeah. like, like pointing this. You could have done this, but you didn't. So I'm doing it for you. Yeah, and." Sure enough, they pull in right behind us, and they have a kid, you know, and the whole time I'm going, oh, man, I should have been Jesus more. Yeah. You, know? you know what was funny? They're in front of me now, and they're looking in their rearview mirror to see who it is. Oh. Like, I want to go, huh? Y'all can't see what I'm doing <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, throwing your hands I'm, up. I'm like, like yeah. Come on, you want some of this? Okay. Bring it on. Oh, my God. It, that's Jesus, Marietta's right? In. Marietta's in. Marietta. I've got to watch the Marietta thing because it'll come out on the golf course. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know these four. I don't know if we can completely. I mean, I think there are moments that we love all people. Yeah. A moment, yeah. Sunday morning, you know, maybe. Uh, you I don't know. know. <laughs> so I don't know how y'all do it. I tr- I do. I'm, you well, know. Eddie, the way I do it <laughs> is uh, not. No. I mean, it was it was very convicting for me because the idea of pumping on all cylinders really hit me. Like how how many days. Do I actually have where I am? You know, yeah. all four chambers are yeah. pumping. I, and I think for those of us that grew up in the church like I did, we're really good at doing stuff. Um, and sometimes the heart isn't isn't there. We know to do it. We know the generosity thing. It's just something we do. Mm-hmm. But is the heart engaged as we do yeah, it? Right. And I think that's something I struggle with. And I can honestly say there's probably very few days in a year where I'm hitting on all cylinders, just and I and also I mean people will see that too. I feel like like if you're not if your heart is not all and on on all cylinders as you would say, like people can see that, and whether we know it or not, like I at least I point. think. But. Yeah, Eddie, and you kind of started by reminding us that when it comes to God's heart, we are the heart of God. You're you're the heart of God. That that's what His heart is after. He never. I mean, that has never changed. You go. I mean, I mean, I told you about the apples. I mean, think about what he did. He made. He created the universe, and he brought it down. The apples down where you can hold them, mm-hmm. because it's us. Mm-hmm. He cares about us. He will. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's just a. He never quits thinking about it. And we do. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So That's we good. try not to, but we do. Well. And uh, I don't know if you're ready to go into that story. Yeah, please do. The woman up at the well. Well, we can go there. We yes. talked about it. We were talking about it last night, yesterday in the car, I guess, about how how awesome it was that God chose her. 
the on most, purpose. The like, most unlikely yeah. person to tell. Let's tell her first. I, th- I think and it's unbelievable, really. It's the true nature of God, though. That's what's right. You can't get past that. And if for anybody listening, if we showed a clip of the chosen, uh, where he's at the woman at the well, and it paints a beautiful picture. And one of my favorite parts is like where he says, um, "She said, I'm going to go tell everyone." And he says, "Well, I was counting on that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. We we most people picture Jesus, and they see Jesus with the crucifixion, which I get that, and they see pain, right? Like when you think of Jesus, you think of pain and and torture, you know, that that deal. Well, watching that, seeing just the smile on his face, where she was the very first person that he announced that he was the Messiah to, and the smile that was on his face. I don't know. For me, it was just a, yeah, and so good. That look of concern and love for her Mm -hmm. was really amazing to see that he, I mean, and she could see that. Yeah. And it it was really or she amazing. says, but I'll re- be rejected by everyone. Yeah, and he said, not by the Messiah. Yeah, and I, that <sighs> hit me yeah. right hard because that's me. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times, I'll feel like I'll be rejected by everybody, but not by the Messiah. Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, I you know I, you know we grew up. If you grew up in church, you got basically the thought was that God, well, God's going to get you. That's kind of how it worked, yeah. you know. And God's all about judgment and hell yeah. and. Yeah. You know, as soon as you do something wrong, you out. You, you out. <laughs> you yeah. know, and then he sends Jesus on the earth. He said, no, this is how I really am. This is how I, this is my way I love. Yeah. And so I think it's just a good, a good picture. I don't know if we can catch it, though. I don't, I mean, live in a culture, we do a judgment culture. If you have somebody that's been married five times, there's a judgment there. Yeah. Something's wrong. Probably. Yeah. She's got a broken heart. Yeah. 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 So there's so many layers to it as well uh the aspect of worshiping god in spirit and in truth i mean she comes from the perspective of my kind can't worship with your kind Mm -hmm. you know and he's like no the the whole paradigm is shifting now it's going to be different now Mm -hmm. it's not going to matter when where or how it's all about the heart now and that was again there's so many layers to it and that was just one of the things he's it's not about this mountain or jerusalem Mm -hmm. and I and I again, as somebody who's you know served and worked in the church for a long time, you know we we think our paradigm is right, we think our model is right, and uh, Jesus said, no, it's all about the heart. It's not it's not about a worship style or what the our, gathering place looks like or where the gathering yeah. pl- place is. And so I mean, it it hit me on so many different levels, and uh, yeah, that that was one of the things that hit me is the and, uh, how many times have I read that passage? And understand that concept of spirit and truth, but it just hit me one more time. Yeah, I've got, I mean, we grew up the church is where God is. That's where the yeah, Jerusalem, yeah. you know, Jesus yeah. grew up with that. Yeah. And then you said, "Now I'm going to move. I'm going to move the heart of God. I'm going to move it from the temple to the hearts of men. Mm. It's changing. This is this is shifting. So you'll be able to worship God in spirit and truth anywhere you live. Right. And that's what happened. So that was the that thought for me when he said that about where where he's going to be worshipped. Mm. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm still crafting this thought, but one of the things that I picked up on is if I'm a visual person, so the video helped me a lot because I like you read this story multiple times. Yeah. But she came there for a purpose, right? To get water that she needed. 
when she left, she had she forgot about everything that she needed physically, yeah, because she had everything that she didn't think she needed. And so when we experience again, I'm still crafting this thought, but when we experience the true heart of God and we see it, we can't contain it, and we'll forget everything that we think we need because we're so full on what He's given us, which yep. He He says multiple times in the Scripture. You know that. It, when you drink from my well, so to speak, you will never thirst again. Yeah. You know? But just the imagery of laying down the things that we think we need to to get what he gives. If that makes again, I'm still trying to craft that thought, but that that just played over and over in my head multiple times. Well, Nettie, you started with Ezekiel thirty six, twenty six as well, that I'll give you a new heart, put a new spirit within you. I'll remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And you talked about what our perspective of her would be yeah. uh, if we have yeah. a heart of stone. Yeah. We, you know, that's, uh, I mean, you, you know, you're born with that. And the whole the heart of stone, if you look it up in the commentary, you can look it up. And it's basically what I want. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I need to give you something. I need to change that from you because mm-hmm. you're not going to enjoy life and you're not going to live like that. If you continue that, but I think the, some of the things we talked about uh, with, the, with the lady, you know, mm-hmm. what we think if we had a heart of stone. I mean, what do you think when somebody says, "I've been married five times"? I mean, you know, I made most of the, you know, I'm trying to give a scenario mm-hmm. there, right? You know, five times, yeah. maybe have two kids, different dads, and then you're living with somebody. So, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Mm-hmm. My kids won't be playing with your kids. Yeah, you said that, and I was like, "Whoop, yep, yeah." I, I, know, I know somebody like that. That's a thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not as bad as I thought I was. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the ones you, you had. I wonder what was happening out in the audience. Oh, is that not? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing. Just not, to, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not that bad. I, I don't. I could feel the tension. Yeah. I was yeah. sitting in both services. I I could feel the tension. Yeah. which is, I mean, it was masterful that that you brought him to that place of tension, and you know, to Chase's point is that. We all we all have things we think we need, mm-hmm. and maybe miss the things that we really need. Sure, and and I th- I think a lot of us sit in services every week and think we have what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's not talking yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> having that happened. thought. Yeah. Oh, I bet that stepped on someone else's toes. <laughs> yeah, not mine. <laughs> well, it's a it's a beautiful picture of what the church should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I keep going back to that. You know, looking at my own life, too, um, we're all capable of judgment. I tend to judge the religious too hard, probably. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that because they, they, I get irritated with that a lot. And, but I thought about this with Jesus was the picture of what the church should be. You know, when, when people come to the church, we should love like that. Or, you know, in every, every, and I say this all the time, what's wrong with the world is that we don't have the love of Jesus. It's not evident anymore. Mm -hmm. The Christian community is not living that out anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't see true love. And I'm just speaking from my experience, you know, that if we want to see a world change, that's the only way it's going, going to change is with that impact of the love of Jesus. Unconditional, no matter how many people you've married, (laughs) 
it's unconditional love and no matter what you've done in your life you know we accept we love we help you you know through whatever you're dealing with and i and i get i get really heavy with that when i think when i look at the church even when i look at our church we have issues too that mm-hmm. we need to get over sure yeah. do we really want people to find christ or are we just playing the game mm-hmm. of church or do we really mean what we say I think me and you talked about that, you know, so I'm always checking that in my heart because the mechanics of ministry, like we talk about all the time, can get in the way of actually loving people. You can yeah. be so busy yeah. that we don't have time to actually love. And so I think that's something the church, I, I really believe the church is going to have to figure out who it is in the near future. If we want to see salvations, we want to see well, I life that change in the service. I said, "What if we actually did? What if it looked like this? We did this? Yeah. What? What if you well, did it for a day? What if you? Did, yeah. What I'm saying, this is well. That I'm going to talk about that this coming Sunday. You okay. know, about the lean in and the reset. How this? How this could actually work? Mm-hmm. You know. You know. So, but I'm I'm thinking, what happens? Some you asked me some questions. Who was in the service? You know, I, I forgot what you was asking me, but I don't see. It's really strange. I don't see black, white, green, or yellow. Mm-hmm. It really is strange. What you wear, I don't know how. Th- this is just 25 mm-hmm. years of God doing this. Mm-hmm. But I've looked past the I, – I don't really see all the things. I just see a human being that could really have a wonderful time with God mm-hmm. if they gave their heart to him. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of – and that's not being me spiritual and I'm so wonderful. Yeah. I'm just saying it's just happening and sure. I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It just happened. So. Yeah, and when I say this, I'm talking to myself, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I really am, like the car line. <laughs> That's always the best place well, to had, find God. Mm, I'll pray yeah. for you, Brent. On the golf course. <laughs> where I mean, there's moments where I just don't want to love like that. And I think that's when we, we go back to what Jesus said, love like I have loved, which is sacrificial love. It's never going to be, you know— you can't just. I think I said this. You don't. You can't feel yourself. Love is not a emotion or a feeling. You know, you're not going to have warm fuzzies the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you have to choose to love. You have to choose to love your wife. <laughs> After the first year I'm, of marriage, won't comment on that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not saying anything. that's not me though. I know that was the other guy, wasn't it? Yeah, was, yeah. right. I I think one of the the dynamics that I find interesting about the account of the woman at the well is that and this is to your point brian that that jesus sends his followers ahead to town so that he can have a one-on-one conversation with her and and i've often thought i wonder if he did that so they wouldn't be throwing their two cents worth in so they wouldn't be bringing their baggage to the conversation it's like why are you talking to her (laughs) yeah i mean that could have just all went all went south and i I think that was part of his strategy there is that, you know, if, if I let these, these guys and gals stand around, they're, they're going to want to jump in and, and give their two cents worth, and they're going to bring their mm-hmm. religious perspective, mm-hmm. and we, we, we need to set aside all the religion for this conversation. Yeah, I, it is going to be strange right here. Kind of sounds like church. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, played was... some, I played some really nice <laughs> golf courses. I got invited to tournaments and stuff. I'll never forget this. And I could tell when I walked in the clubhouse that when I got to look, 
they thought you shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You're not one of us. And so I got outside and we were ready to load up and they had an, one of the, an older guy came up to me that was a member there. He said, looks like you couldn't find any good pants today. <laughs> and I said, you're right. You should buy me some. Oh, nice. And I was, I was cutting with, you know, yeah. but he was so straight up. You yeah. should not wear those clothes here. Oh my gosh. I didn't yeah. ever had that happen before. And, uh, you know, I'm like, wow. And I'm wondering if that, you know, thinking of the church, thinking of where we are, is, mm-hmm. is that possible? So what do we, you do with that? I mean, I would be like, wait, do you see Let me take these off? <laughs> Yeah, I could do Rodney and Dame Dangerfield all the time. Yeah, I say, hey, this is a play golf in my underwear. Yeah. Watch this. Yeah. You got a dumb of a course. Yeah. I'm never coming back. <laughs> Must no, have been a pretty nice place, Eddie. It was really nice. It really was. No, and I think that's the point, Eddie. Is that his followers would have said, "You're not supposed to be talking to her." Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We don't associate with people like her or him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd you get here? Yeah. yeah. Well, I definitely was invited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not around. He's not from not around from here. here. I was right. Yeah. Um, That's crazy, though. I mean, but it happens in our church. In I just, our churches. I felt mm. like that for a moment. Like, wow, yeah. I'm not good enough to be here mm. <laughs> because of my shorts. You imagine. Yeah. I guess you can apply that feeling. Imagine people coming to. A worship service and getting that same. I mean, in a church, can you imagine that? I know, but it does happen. Rejection. Yeah, I've seen it <laughs> firsthand. Yeah, that just, yeah, it just blows my mind. Yeah, and I guess that's a question that we try to ask ourselves all the time: is Does it happen here at at our place? Yeah. Mm. Do, you know, does does that happen at Marathon Church in Powdersville in Greenville? That does anybody walk in and and get the feeling they don't belong there? Yeah, so, I hope, yeah. Go ahead. I hope not. I mean, I, I've, yeah, not from the staff. It wouldn't no, be from the staff. No, because we are all we're ingrained. Yeah, we we that. we're here to love. I do think that people, they're human. We're made of flesh, all of us, right? So they come with an objective sometimes, and so no matter how hard we put out there to love and and we go the extra mile. Sometimes the heart of stone in them will not yeah. allow <laughs> the love mm-hmm. to enter in. Like, okay, go back to the woman at the well. She could have easily said, nah, I'm good. But yeah. she chose. Like, A, because her eyes were opened, you know, but I, right. f- I just feel like there's some people that, um, that, like you said, the heart of stone is so hard that they reject who Jesus is, they reject those that follow him, which could be us as staff and showing love, and they've already come in with their heart of stone, and if they're not willing to go, you know what, I am I may be looking for something, you know, then that's good. Yeah, I think that could happen anywhere, for sure. Uh, I don't think we're perfect, by no means, right. but I do think no. that's a our intent and our, we go the extra mile of making sure that people, everyone is welcome, and everyone feels loved. Um, I met a couple yesterday at lunch. Uh, me and Casey we were just talking um, about some church stuff, and they came in, and man, they were just so excited about um, seeing us out in public or whatever, and they couldn't stop talking about the church. It's awesome. And, <clears throat> and I, you know, I hadn't seen them in a while or whatever, and and the the wife made a comment. It just said, no matter 
how far we've been away from marathon. If we, they've even talked about how you know we just felt like we need to go and try another place for a minute. We quickly realized, no, that's not marathon. That we got to come back. And um, I, the reason why I'm bringing that up is just that part of our reputation has been from the time we pull into the parking lot, we feel loved and we feel yeah. the love of Jesus. So to go to your question, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that there is moments like that in people, but I think it that's n- never the intent. And maybe at other places it's not either. But <laughs> well, I, I think it's it always it happens to all of us. We all have moments of stone. Yeah. Because that's just who we are. Mm-hmm. But I think what God does to me, he he quickly brings the hammer and smashes that mm-hmm. and gives me perspective all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's always up. Hold on a minute. What are you doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's the Holy Spirit in us reminding us, hey, you need to love like this. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard for you, but this is what this is the right thing to do is to love like this, regardless if you're winning or losing. Mm -hmm. Except in golf, you you (laughs) love, you know, and and I love never fails. That's what the Bible tells us. It maybe not feel that way. (laughs) Yeah. No. But I always pray, God, always give me perspective. You know, don't let me become so uh, self-absorbed or it's my way or we're better than that church or we're mm-hmm. be- our band's yeah. better than your band, even though it's really good. It probably good. is, yeah. You know, but, you know, always. <laughs> we're not saying look, a lot. Look <laughs> at everyone. Yeah. Not just yeah. the sinner, but also the saint, the Pharisee. <laughs> Yeah. You know, learn to love everyone, and that that's something I've had to learn. It's hard. Toward the end of the message, Eddie, you reminded us of God's thinking, that your past has no bearing on the present, sin has no bearing on how much God loves you, and your love by God and even your bad behavior can't change that. And most of us, even those of, uh, those of us that follow Jesus, we... We don't always see things that way. How's, how can it be possible to have yeah. bad behavior and still be loved by God? I mean, seriously, is, yeah. is that not, that is the most stupid thing that we could think that He's that shallow that you do something? It's like your child. Mm. You know, mm. my my child hasn't been behaving right in the last week. Okay, so what does that mean? I don't love her now. It's just really strange for me to coming out of the religious community. Sure. And thinking, thinking that I might be now. This it comes. I'll, I'll do something with it next week. But it's really our thinking that right. oh, I did something bad. God doesn't love me now. And I, mean, I, I just that's just an amazing thought because that's what we would do. Yeah, that's the way we yeah. would. <laughs> you know, somebody's got to pay for something. We here. would respond that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's and that's why those reactions to the woman at the well that you reminded us that we may have had. You know, it's because we think that way. Mm-hmm. Um, people's behavior does change the way that we feel about them, mm-hmm. and and yes, that's just true. Yeah, yeah. there was something I can't remember. We talked about it, Chase. Uh, you might put it on here about the. I think you had the statement. I can't remember what it was. You remember? What, uh, let me see. Hold on, hold on a minute. I was thinking, Pastor. Uh, no, that wasn't it. We, we tend, tend to measure. measure. Yeah, we tend to measure people by their mistakes rather than their heart. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and this week is we tend to measure ourselves mm-hmm. by our mistakes mm-hmm. rather than what's really in here. 
Is Great. Gonna... So you're speaking to me, Sunday. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> because I think we think I think does it does it work for us like that? Is like I'm bad. Mm-hmm. I've been bad. Okay, how many bads are there oh, before yeah. it takes away our good? Or I mean, you know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. tend to measure ourselves based on if we're good, we're bad, or what we didn't do right. I mean, you know, none of us at teen as a teenagers should ever go to heaven. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> you know, just God's going to, I mean, oh my, you know, there's a list out there. I and, remember being in the one day, what I love about our pastor Eddie is that he, he, he walks with us through life and you were counseling with me and I was going through a, one of those seasons and I just kept saying about my past, like, I just feel like I let God down. I feel like I let God down. And I'll never forget his comment to me. He's like, wow, you really think a lot of yourself. And I said, really? He said, he said, because how can you let God down when you were never holding him up to begin with? And Ooh, I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that's – so this <laughs> Sunday, good. like yeah. the mistakes and, and that's yeah, how we measure. Ah, man, that's good. Yeah, if, you can, if we could get to the point where – that we can, like the woman at the well, if we could get that, if we could put that on us, <laughs> you know, we could have that yeah. kind of love back to us yep. for ourselves. Oh, yeah, I messed up. So what? God loves me still. Mm-hmm. He still used me. And again, to your point, Craig, it was all losers in the Bible that God used. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank, I, you, thank you. I think that. we decided, except for maybe the mother of Jesus, yeah, right? Mary, that, except for I Mary, think, maybe. I, think, I gave yeah. Mary a <laughs> thumbs up, yeah. you know, you know four uh, likes. Okay. okay. Four <laughs> likes. <laughs> I mean, I confessed to Brian this morning, we were talking about an individual, and, and I said, I, I'm judging this guy by his behavior right now. Mm. And it just, it comes so naturally to me. And and I'm thinking to this guy, I like, and and I don't know his heart to start with, but but I just I just want to judge him by what I think are you know very poor decisions that he's making, and it's it's hard for me sometimes to 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 think about the heart instead of their behavior. Does it make you feel sorry for them ever? Actually, I do. For I I feel extremely sorry for this guy. Yeah, and because I, I I tend to do what you're doing like yeah i'll admit it like judging someone by their behavior or whatever because again we're humans we're flesh right but sometimes and i feel like that's um the spirit within me uh it tends to somewhat go to sorrowfulness towards the person that i go man he has no clue that god still loves him he has no clue that he can change or whatever the circumstance is but i end up some hopefully going towards sorrow instead of judgment um just just because man what if we could like you said what if we could get this what if he could get that you know it would change his whole outcome he don't even see it because he's hard of Mm -hmm. stone maybe i don't know you know no i i think you're right on with this particular person i i and and i do i wish i could help him right i don't have a relationship in place where i could help him but but if i did and I got in the conversation I just I feel like I would go more to dude you need to do better as opposed to trying to really understand where <laughs> yeah. he is and that's something I have yeah. to work no, on all I the time it. you know and everybody's listening going are these easy talking about me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh it's, it's it's like that um with your children you know I'm like why'd you do that that was yeah that was so stupid and I'm like, but, it, but, I, but I'm saying that because I love them, yeah. and I want them to act better, do better. Okay, be smarter. You know, don't. Uh, that's great. And sometimes I tend to apply that to people. Like, 
You know, if you was if you would just do what I told you to do, your life would be so much oh, better. Oh yes, it would. Oh yeah, for that's sure. what I want to say to them. You're you're wasting all that talent, all that whatever, <laughs> because you're just being an idiot. And I've said two words I probably yeah. shouldn't say. Stupid and idiot. Stupid and idiot. <laughs> I would never say said that. the S but word. I, but that it drives. I just want to take people and go. Do you not see what you're doing to yeah, your life? I wonder yeah, how many you know? times God does that to all of us. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. I, I bet he does, Chase. <laughs> say it again. Say yeah. it again. Oh, yeah, my, oh my gosh, gosh Brian. What Will are you doing? Will he ever now? get it? <laughs> Yeah, I just I feel like God's just up there shaking his head like, come on, mm, come man. on, man. I tell you what happens to me with these people that we're trying to help. Yeah, and you see they're outside, and you see the mess and all that. You know, so everything life flows out of the heart is what the Bible says. So something there's a damaged something. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Okay, that they're living out of, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of how I see. Like your behavior is terrible. I get it, but something's what? Why is your behavior? What mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that this behavior is I don't want to deal with it, mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. So what happened to woman at the well? She got hurt. Yeah, her heart got broken. A bunch. Yeah. yeah. So then she, so her heart was damaged from uh, the first marriage. So she didn't know what it was supposed to look like. Right. So right. now she ends up with five and living with somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus yeah. knew exactly mm-hmm. what was wrong. Yeah. You know, we yeah. all, you know. So that's kind of how I see things. That could be also. Like uh, generationally, I can't say that word. Generationally, but like, thank you. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That was right. Well, that was but a guess. Like it being passed down. Yeah, for sure. I see it all the time in in kids and students and things like that, where they that's all they've known is this, and it's pretty much trained their heart to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And switching that over is super hard. But and I'm hoping this is where we're gonna go in this series. But there's one week that it could be talking about the the heart soil, you know, like yeah, that's the that's the yeah. Part, How do the you week. yeah? You can check the soil in your yeah. heart, you know, because yeah, I I feel like sometimes it's a whole other podcast. But I've been given stuff, you know, down the line that I've got. I need to get rid of right. because it's affecting my heart and it's affecting my brain and the way that I think. And so, man. That this this series is one of my favorites. That it's beginning to be one of mine. God. I can't wait till Sunday. It's off are, to a great start. Man. And Chase and Eddie, why don't you just give us a little preview of where we're heading in the series? All right. Well, this Sunday we're going to do a reset. What it looks like to reset your heart. So if you imagine having a heart transplant, and you got somebody else's heart, what would you need to do mm. to take care of that? Mm. Because I think we want to do this one and done thing. We want to say, yeah. "Hey, I'm set. And I got it. And set it. Forget it." It doesn't work at it doesn't work that way with a heart of flesh and mm. what God has put in there. It does not work that way. You got to pay attention to the chambers. Mm, that's good. So we're going to do that this Sunday. Um, like I said, the heart soil. I mean, yeah. that's going to be a good one. How do you what check your heart? I think it's also about this whole series is about examining your heart. Like, sure. Yeah, we're open. Do you up. care? Then look at open. <laughs> have open heart surgery and look at it. And then I think I'm going to wrap it up at the end with um, post op is what I'm calling it. Like. When you have heart surgery, it's not like a okay, everything's done, let's go. Woo! It's a you're going to have to continually have to work at this thing and look at it, and then a lot of that comes with resting in God's goodness. So, how do you rest, which a lot of us is not good at, with uh, yeah, with all this stuff? So, it's a great series. You want a curveball before we leave? Let's go! Yeah. Let's go! Can you have a heart of flesh and it turn back to stone? That's all I'm going to say about oh. it. Mm. Oh. Hey, I know this. I know. Mm, some, I believe it. 
Uh, some people have already met Jesus uh, yeah, because of Message some, One. Yes. And uh, I know a lot of us that have been following Jesus for a long time, uh, you know, just kind of got our hearts wrecked mm, on Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. It got, God's, God's doing a work here. Yeah, any final thoughts today, gentlemen? Mm, I've talked a lot. And well, I can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be good. Brian, do you have to go to the pickup line this afternoon? No, that's my wife. <laughs> Let's make some arrangements where he does it. <laughs> I gave that away. You gave it away. I'll be praying yeah. for them. Awesome. Open heart. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us. As always, uh, marathonchurch.org. That's where you can find us online. Uh, go to your app store and grab our church app. Follow us on social media. And uh, we would love to answer your questions. Info at marathonchurch.org. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.